0: Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. In Remodeling Mastery, we try to take different insights, topics about the remodeling business, the remodeling process and really help you understand and improve. Most of the time, I talk about things that wrap around the environment, the client, the business itself, sales, and marketing. But today, I want to talk about a topic that I think is probably a little bit more of an important topic when it comes to the client experience, but also an important topic in terms of where you actually can see the best returns and potentially some increased profitability. And that is focused on making the production, making the remodeling experience, the construction experience, world class. A friend of mine said many years ago something that really hit a chord and was fairly profound but very simple, and that is, In remodeling, you make your money on what you produce, not what you sell. And if you really sort of think about that, you know, oftentimes where you make your money is not necessarily your margins or how you sold it or anything like that up front. But it's actually in your effectiveness during the production process and in terms of the logistics of doing it in the most healthy and timely way. So I want to take some time and talk about 10 ways to have a world-class production experience, a world-class client experience during the production. And I think out of this, you can sort of look at it as like a checklist. How are we doing? What are some of the other ideas and elements that you have to really make a really, really good experience during construction? So the first one is you've got to take control. You know, I think I oftentimes use metaphors as I talk about these, but this is very much, you're the doctor and they're the patient. The house is in fact your sort of surgery center, and that is something you have to take control, not necessarily the client. So it's really important that you focus on how you go about communicating, setting the agenda, having the client understand the step by step but also it's important that you outline the rules of the game you might even have a checklist for example that is in fact the rules of the game for a most successful remodeling experience and you and the client have to get aligned on what they are if you're going to have a great experience the second element i wrote down which is a little bit more specific but I think there's a series of what I call moments of truth during the production process that I think are really really important and one of them is the pre-construction meeting now this is after the plans the designs the particulars uh, the specifications have been determined and this is potentially a week three weeks four weeks before you're actually starting the actual construction So I think having a pre-construction walkthrough or meeting is really, really critical. So some of the key things that you want to make sure you're talking about. Number one, make sure all the right people are there. You want to make sure whoever's there obviously is a project manager. You may want to have your lead carpenter there depending on exactly how involved they are with the day-to-day construction. You definitely want to have your designer or salesperson there because you want to make sure that there's sort of a seamless uh, passing of the baton. Now, I would encourage even having a checklist, a simple checklist, so that you can know time after time every pre-construction walkthrough was done the same and go down a series of questions and checklist items that everybody signs off at the end. It really formalizes the process, but I think what it also do, does is it really allows you to know what was covered and not covered as you go back sort of and take an autopsy of the project later. So some of the things that you want to cover at this walkthrough are focus on not only the what you're building, but how you're going to go about building it. Today, more than ever, I think the client cares about the health of the construction experience. They care about the the, the, the dust that's going to be involved. They care about how the materials are going to be used. So, walk them through exactly what you're going to do, the different kind of tools you're going to do to control the dust, control certainly the health in the site. You also want to review all the documents. Review all the documents that they've signed. Make sure that they have, in fact, double-checked. And if there are any adjustments or addendums, that's when you want them to address it. Be prepared at that time with an addendum type of form to fill out changes that they might make so everybody can sign off. And if you don't have the exact costing, that's okay. You can leave it open and then follow up in a future meeting to come to closure with it. So the second item is always have a consistent pre-construction world-class meeting. And I think if you set the stage for that, you set the stage for how they're going to experience the remodeling, where material is going to go, all those kind of things up front, I think the likelihood of success is going to be much greater. The number three item I wrote down, which is what many of the better remodelers, especially the kitchen and bath remodelers do, but also I think some of the others, is they try to assemble everything for the project before they get started. In many cases, it's literally having a footprint in your warehouse where all the materials are delivered and put within these bins before they actually get put, taken out to the project. The better companies are very dogmatic and almost religious about all these things having to be selected in, in, in place. Now, if you really think about it, you know, why would you want to do that? Well, obviously, you're going to have a, a more profitable, smoother-running job. It's not unusual. Parts come either damaged or they're mistakes or something that's missing. Uh, you're going to have a much, much more timely project. The project's going to be done in a faster kind of way. You know, you can plan ahead in terms of the craftsman that's putting these parts and pieces together. But also, I think, when it comes to the overall client experience, it's better. Now, this may slide the start back a week or two, but I think it's it's a very smart way to have an excellent experience when it comes to the construction. The number four item I wrote down, which is something I talk about in other things as well, is as you're communicating to the client, try to make it visual. Now, I'm a big believer, and I've written about this in my books. It's your obligation to communicate, not the client's uh, responsibility to understand. Now, it's a simple sort of theme, but when it comes to the production process, nine times out of ten... Issues and challenges and unhappiness is a product, uh, product of miscommunication, misunderstandings than it is about either being malicious or about something not being done properly. So think about ways that you need to communicate during the production process when it comes to the dust you need to show them the tools that you're going to filter for example the build clean system that you're going to filter the dust during construction show them what this is show them what these tools are it might be diagrams that you're going to have you're going to draw little diagrams of how the flow of the projects going to work you're going to show them additional samples and you're going to show them the samples in the context of the space so they can see the natural light You're also, in many cases, you're going to try to avoid using words. You're going to make it more visual. 80% of your clients tend to be visual thinkers, not necessarily just through literal words. So by showing them visual things, for example, the size or the scale of the crown molding or what it's going to be, I think it will help, again, eliminate problems and misunderstandings. The first item, the fifth item, excuse me, when you get into the construction itself, I think is in fact the dust control. It is the dust protection that you do. Many ways I think doing really solid dust protection, yes it's of course it's about the dust, but in many cases it's about the confidence in your construction workers as well. When you come in and you see all the plastic and the zipper walls and all the elements that are put into place. It controls, I think, where the home is and the construction site very nicely, but as I said, more than anything, I think it sends a message to the client, and that message is, I care. And I think at the end of the day, nine of your reviews out of ten are going to be more about the production experience than they're necessarily going to be about the products and the services, and I think if you can really show that degree of confidence, go overboard, and you've got to train your people how to use these different tools when it comes to the health of the home. The sixth item is your weekly site meeting. Now, whether the project is a three or four-week project, or a 10 or even a three-month project, it doesn't really matter. I think it's important to set the stage for a weekly meeting. And again, in this weekly meeting, you are, in fact, the controller of this meeting. You have an agenda that you follow on a regular basis. This needs to be 30 minutes to 45-minute meeting with the client, with your lead carpenter or craftsman. And then if there is particular people you need to weave into that meeting, whether it's from design or sales at different points. It's very important, I think, to have the regularity of that meeting. It makes it more efficient for the client. They also know that they can keep a list of these running things and be able to meet with you on a regular basis. The seventh item is a little bit more about the client experience that I want to talk about, and that is I think today more than ever, you've got to make a priority health in the construction process, the healthy construction process. I was actually at a session where some of the market research for researchers from Kohler actually shared how the changes in consumers' perception and more than 50% of the consumers today consider themselves germaphobes. That as compared to, you know, 30% or 40% in the past. That's a dramatic change. And if you really think about it, the germaphobe not only does not want to live... Uh, with an old type of uh, bathroom or kitchen that causes them to renovate, but the germaphobe is also concerned about the construction experience they're concerned about the health. You know again, I, I mentioned earlier there's some different systems that are out there like build clean system that allows you to filter the air during construction. That not only benefits certainly the client, it benefits also your, your workers as well. You know, but the key, again, is to really focus on the health of the construction process. As much as you and your carpenters want to think of this like a construction site, the client actually does live there in many cases, and they think about it as their home. Number eight is what I call sort of the changes during the construction process. Now, one of the words that is probably one of the more scary words for your clients out there that I encourage you to wipe it out of your vocabulary, and that's the word change order. Wipe it out and replace it with addendums. Now, you know and I know that changes during a remodeling project are fairly normal. However, your clients are very fearful of this. So I think right out of the gate, you've got to set a pattern of how you're going to go about adjusting and changing with an addendum process. So it could be at the very first pre-construction meeting, you're bringing out your first addendum or your very first meeting. In this addendum, you're going to start to close out possibly a couple of the allowances. You're also going to focus on the collections maybe with an addendum process. You're also going to highlight just ways to formally communicate back and forth. If the client's got a particular concern, don't hesitate to make a note of it, make your position clear, and and it's not necessarily an item that involves any money, but put it on an addendum form as a formal way to communicate. I think if you can create a an addendum kind of culture during this, this is just the way we adjust and change as we go, I think your clients are gonna be less fearful, and you're gonna have less likelihood of mistakes. The number ninth item I wanna talk about is also what I'd consider one of those moments of truth, and that is before you actually do the close-in, it's during the point that about the electrical walkthrough, can be done. This is where you're actually walking through. It's, it's after you have the, the framing and all the core construction kind of pieces together, you do an electrical walkthrough. Now again, this is an opportunity f- to you, for you to adjust the course if you need to, tweak and adjust, make any uh, addendum items that are critical, but that's also an opportunity to really take a really p- good pulse of the client. Now, many years ago, I created what was called an emotional roller coaster. And it showed how the client emotionally moves through the project. And generally speaking, they start relatively high, they're excited, and once the demolition starts, it's, it looks like you accomplish. it still is going up, and then it starts to drop, 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 and then it gets to, to sort of its lowest point, usually right around the point when the drywall starts. You know, they're tired of having you in the home at this point. Dust is, is a concern, and, and you've obviously addressed it, but it, it's an emotional low point during the construction. So this opportunity for this electrical close and walkthrough, it's not just about the sticks and bricks. It's about the, the client's emotions and how to make them feel better. It might be a good time to do a nice gesture or gift. You might take them out to a restaurant or give them a gift certificate, but you've got to focus on the comfort that they're living through, the dust and the comfort that they're living through at that point, and then you can start to see, I think, that curve go up. The last item I want to talk about is a little bit more the softer sort of side of this, but I don't think it's, it's, it's uh, less important than the others, and it's what I call you got to celebrate at the end. Now, many of your clients will say, oh, we're going to have a big party at the end of this, and then surprise, they're not that anxious. They're sort of tired of having all this activity, and they oftentimes don't have that party that they promised earlier on. Well, I wouldn't be critical of them for, doing, for not doing that. I would just say that they were tired of having the activity and generally maybe they'd want to do an open house six, nine months later. However, try to make the end a celebration. Try to have a splash. Try to do something special in terms of a gift. You might even do something to highlight and, and have them jot down some of the reviews. And in the review process that they're talking about, it's important that you not only focus on the project, but also the experience that they went through. You might even have some photographs of some of the different things, some of the different tools that you use to make it a better experience to do the project that becomes part of the review. But the most important thing, I think, is don't be a stranger with this client. One of the biggest mistakes I think that remodelers make when it comes to the production process is it ends, everybody's tired, and then all of a sudden sort of you run off into the sunset. Don't become strangers with the client. It's not enough just to, to uh, uh, put them on your mailing list or send them a postcard or certainly a, a, a little gift once a year. Stay engaged with this client if you want to see the returns. So I want to thank everybody for joining us, but I want you to, again, just impress upon you, it's important to focus on the before, i.e. the sales and marketing. It's important to focus on the after in terms of your reputation and what you do. But don't underestimate the importance of the during, because it's the during that you not only see the right returns, but that's where the real joy comes for the client in the remodeling process. Thank you so much. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.